Welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. I'm joined by Daniel and Mooney boys. How are we? Yeah, good mate. Amazing, Burmo. Oh, I'm glad to hear it, brother. Boy, how do we got a we got a lot to get through today or tonight, rather? We've uh, all sorts of things happening. You, you excited? You keen, fellas? Yeah, always always keen to, for a TLT. Yeah, but, I'm excited uh, just because we missed one on the weekend. Oh, true. That's true. But you know what? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. So our, our cult following, they're going to be they're going to be so excited. <laughs> they're going to love us even more. Um, boys, honestly, a lot of headaches. So a lot of headaches going into this week. Um, oh, so don't look, get started. Let, <laughs> I'm going to have to, mate. Unfortunately, otherwise, it's not going to be a lot of content. <laughs> All right, let's start. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Um, so first up, what should have been a blockbuster clash has been a little bit soured by injuries. We've got the Rabbitohs taking on. Uh, the Melbourne Storm for the Bunnies, a lot of injuries and a lot of fantasy relevant injuries as well. Uh, Adam Reynolds out with his thumb injury, avoided surgery, but still out for a couple of weeks. Uh, so that means Benji goes into the halves. Cody Walker from fullback to five eight. Alex Johnston then goes back to uh, go, goes to fullback. Uh, Jackson Paulo, Stephen Masters. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, so uh, Jackson Paulo. Uh, is out as well with his wrist. A new winger, Stephen Masters, Tane Milne. Uh, Braden Burns uh, comes back in for Campbell Graham in the centres. Boy, howdy, the list just goes on. Um, Tavita Toller comes back. Jairo goes to lock for Cam Murray, who's out with an ankle. Um, and then we've still got Luttrell out, obviously, as well. Look, I think that's the changes for the Bunnies. If I've missed any, let me know. <laughs> Boy, howdy, we do a whole show on it. Um, Storm uh, for Melbourne. Um, Papi's still out for another little while, so hopefully we get to see the flying mullet back soon. Um, uh, Nelson Asafa Solomona uh, and George Jennings have been named after head knocks. Uh, Chris Smith and Dean, I don't want to uh, butcher the pronunciation, Iremia, Iremia, I believe, relegated to the extended bench. Uh, Harry Grant, what we all love to see, starting at nine, Brandon Smith, to the number th- uh, number 13 jumper. Uh, so Dale Finnegan wears the number 14 jumper. Boys, a lot to unpack there. Mooney, you get into it first, brother. Uh, right, I'll start with Souths. Um, yeah, look, a few interesting uh, picks here. Really like the addition of Braden Burns into this team. Um, he was he was a fantasy gun when he was playing and getting consistent minutes at the Bunnies un- until he got injured and then couldn't come back into the squad. Um so I'm very intrigued to see how he, how he goes and if he, you know, does happen to keep... Um, oh, actually, no, Campbell Graham will come back, disregard. Um, yeah, look, excited to see him back playing footy anyway. Um, yeah, look, a few underwhelming <laughs> underwhelming scores from a few of these players. Um, Damien Cook is, was decent again last week. He had, had a 58, so, um, you know, it seems to be... He's had a couple of weeks in a row now with... Um, you know, above 50 scores. So that's, you know, something. Um, hopefully some headaches are, own, are over there for Damien Cook. Probably just jinx that, but that's cool. Um, Cameron Murray. <laughs> oh, boy. He um, broke a few hearts last week, didn't he? Um, with only an 18 and an injury out for four weeks. So Jairo starting for um, probably going to start for the next four weeks is kind of big is big for him, I think. Um He's going to look good in that lock role and should see an influx of point in his uh, in his scoring, I'd say. So, you know, if you're a Jaira owner, um, ballsy and it's going to pay off for you, in my opinion. Um, yeah, there's no no real, you know, buys here for me. But, you know, Dan Gagai is still ticking on with his above 40 scores and the 45-ish average, I'd say. So, 
Um, that's probably about it for me from this um, this Bunnies team. Unless you boys want to add anything. I reckon Cody Walker's looking uh, going to look pretty good now that he's back in the halves, doing a bit of work there with Benji. I think he'll do most of the actual, you know, kicking and playmaking generally. Um, you reckon? And I well, he got a fifty last week, which is good to see. But I like who picks up all of Reynolds' points then, like kick meters. Like I honestly who, reckon who Benji else? does. <laughs> he seems to control the game. Um, you know, when he has played, he's kind of just just sort of run rampant and done Benji stuff and he's looked good. So I think that'll just give him sort of free free reign and just I, I just wouldn't touch either. I well, I wouldn't touch anybody's oh, yeah. player this week just because Melbourne's gonna beat him by roughly a million, I reckon. I just think <laughs> with the injuries honestly, you're probably gonna get a thousand kick meters from the bunnies half, so maybe there's some points there. But God, I can't see any attacking stats. So unlucky Sammy D, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a tough one for the bunnies just quietly. Yeah. I wouldn't say pick up any of these players especially this week and especially with all the injuries they have anyway. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it for the the bunnies. Yeah, I agree. Oh, it's also, just for all the viewers out there listening to this, we're going to be, we're all keeping into taking into account Origin as well for our, um, you know, trades. So, um, Damien Cook, if you're looking at bringing him in, I, you know, would you boys bring him in this week or would you um, wait till after Origin? What, what, are you, what are you thinking here? I... Oh, sorry, go on, Daniel. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was I was gonna say just probably not. Like if, if he's just because he's cost so much, I think I want someone that's gonna make it through the origin period and actually score me points. It means if you pick him up now, he is cheap. Yes, well, cheaper than he normally is. Mm. Um, but he's what he's gonna get your scores for the next four weeks, if that. I think they don't play the first buy around the bunnies. I don't think so. Um, yeah, he's only gonna get you four weeks worth of points including this week coming so i probably wouldn't pick him up this week he's definitely a post origin buy though if he consistently hits points until origin yeah fair like enough probably 60s you're looking at you want him to at least hit the the 60 mark really because that's what it looks like keepers are going to have have to hit really for you to be in a top team yeah i agree i just yeah i'm, I'm yeah i don't know i i'm, I'm not a not a massive Damien Cook guy, so uh, yeah, I just I'd be, I'd be in the same boat. I probably wouldn't touch him to be honest. See, I'm into beach sprinters, so um. I don't... <laughs> hey, do you guys know he's a beach sprinter? I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Boy, uh, that's boy. crazy. If, if, you know, the people should be told this. It's important news. <laughs> Daniel, get into Fair the storm enough. for us. Yeah, look, oh, I love that. Uh, love that they've been named this way. It was a bit of heartbreak when um, they swapped late, and I couldn't bring him in. Um, last week, but yeah, good to see the Harry Grant name there, and he's going to be a very popular buy this week, even with Origin coming up, just because this is probably the cheapest you're going to be able to get him, because I think his break-even's come down significantly since the since the game last round. Um, yeah, Brendan Smith at lock also looked very good. He had a good score with a try. I, I think it was a good score. <laughs> I, I, just by not doing the pot on the weekend, I'm just, I've completely forgotten what happened. That's exactly how I'm feeling right now. Um, he got a 49 with a try, probably not a go, but it was good, I guess, if you still were holding on to him. Um, that's probably the amount of minutes he's going to get. He got 50, roughly 50 minutes on the weekend um, against the Sharks at lock. So he's probably going to get those minutes going forward because it seems like that's, uh, how they're going to play him going forward. So, yeah, probably not a not a go um, in the future and definitely a sell if you have him. I mean, I think we've been saying Brendan Smith's a sell every week, really. Um, but, yeah, probably get rid of him now. 
Um, outside of that, I think there's nothing, you know, too much different here from the Storm. Cameron Munster's still good. Jerome Hughes still good. I know we harp on about Munster being a sell every week, but he seems to get good scores every week until last week where he had a bit of a bit of a stumble. Nine missed tackles, I think, I think it was, and he missed a half dozen kicks at goal. Yeah, I know you're carrying on about in Burmo. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. I got him in a draft league, so I was filthy, just quietly. Yeah. Yeah. He left um, he left bloody damn near thirty points on the table, is all I'm saying. That's fair. Yeah, uh outside hurts. of that, no well, he's probably a sell now. His break even would be up around the seventy, mid seventy mark. If if you don't see him as a long term keeper, he'd be an upgrade option this week, really. Um but outside of that, I think it's uh same old here for the storm. It's not gonna change too much. With um Brandon Smith, if you're still an owner of him, in my opinion, he's almost still a hold considering that uh, Harry Grant goes and plays Origin likely and Brandon Smith probably plays 80 at hooker Ooh. over that period. So you reckon just hold him for four weeks? Well, are you come this that? far, I reckon you may as well just, you know, <laughs> yeah, it can't hurt. Just chuck him on the bench. Don't worry about the money and just think about the points you're going to you're gonna get over, you know, the few weeks when everyone's losing their their hookers, their um, first choice hookers to Origin. So I don't, I don't mind that. To be fair, yeah, it depends. It depends how you want to play it, really. Uh, if you want to, if you're really struggling on trades, like you've been trading, you're making two trades every week, and you're you're starting to run a bit short, it might be one to consider keeping him if you have him in your team, just because you don't want to go burning through trades over the Origin period. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you Plays could up. He does. You could definitely yeah. upgrade him though to like a what an Appy Curacao or something like that is what we were saying earlier, mm. um before the pod. Like someone that is probably going to score consistently in a good team and play the round thirteen by and play through Origin. Um, just because Brendan Smith's going to lose a lot of cash, and I don't necessarily know if he's going to make that back over Origin over that buy round and Origin period. So yeah, keep that in mind um, for Brendan Smith. He's probably not going to get back over the 600k mark, even when he does start playing 80 minutes at hooker. Um, yeah, just, yeah. Keep that in mind, because he didn't really... I, I think even when he was playing hooker, he wasn't playing 80 minutes at hooker, was he? I think they had, um, like, Tyson Smoothie played a little bit um, at the start uh, of the year. Yeah, he did, he did have the, the odd 70-minute game. Went to lock. Yeah, yeah, came back on through the forward rotation. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, Storm have a lot of you know good good players to come in, so keep that in mind for um, next couple of rounds as well. Uh, well, not next couple of rounds when round thirteen comes and players are going off Origin. Yeah. Um, all right, boys. Let's get on to Panthers versus. Oh, we could see a cricket score here. Um, Panthers are one to seventeen named. Uh, Kirk Hatewell carrying a rib injury. He's got approved fitness. Um, but if he is out, Liam Martin comes straight into the starting side. Uh, for the Sharkies, uh, Jesse Ramian uh, has been uh, named, uh, comes back into the side, Teague Wilton back to the bench, and Hamlin Newelli is gone for eight weeks. Um, uh, Mooney, do you want to get into it? Yep, yep. Um, I'll start with Panthers, and I think pretty easy one here. Um, it's much the same from all of them. Um, still the usual suspects, which I'm going to say is by Stephen Crichton, still by for me. Um, and Nathan Cleary had, you know, he had a 61, so his, I think his lowest score for the year almost. Sell, um, get rid of him. Yeah, no, hopeless. <laughs> Give him the sack. Uh, no, look, it's, you know, still doing all right. But, um, yeah, sort of level the playing field if you went for a point of difference captaincy option, i.e. Tom. Um, yes, sir. Um, Appy Coruscant, um is hasn't been playing 80 for the last few weeks, which is uh, good to see fantasy wise, considering that's bringing his um, scores down, and hopefully he goes back to an 80 minute hook and you can pick him up real cheap. 
Um, so that'd be lovely. Otherwise, um, yeah, much the same, I think, for these for these blokes. Brian Toto still <laughs> scoring 60s for fun. things, averaging 62. So All I'm saying, at the start of the year, he was the new Noffa. That's all I'm yeah, saying. you did, and Noffa I'm not right. Not great this year. I'm not right about much. But... <sighs> Toto, that's my boy. Yeah, geez, he's um he's looking good and still I don't even know if it's a point I don't even think it's a point of difference at this stage. I think um he's just a gun and a few people have him in their teams, but I like it. Um so yeah, if you're in a head to head league, um he's a yeah, he's a he's a good option. I think even for overall points, let's be real. Toto is a excellent option. Anyway, that's about it from the Panthers. Danny taught me through the sharks. Yeah. Look, a bit more to talk about here. Um Jesse Ramian's back for the Sharks, which is good for them because they really needed a, a strike center um, on the weekend. I don't think uh, Chambers really did much for them. And I think, yeah, probably not going to do too much going for them moving forward either. But he seemed, um, I don't know, a bit slow, a bit off the pace. But I guess that's what you get when you haven't played NRL in a while. Um, yeah, and you're not in the Melbourne system anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> all That always helps. Uh, yeah, look, I it's it's really hard this Sharks team because we we're all like there's not really any buys here at all but like you've got to you've got to kind of find some some light through the darkness in this team um Johnson had a 42 against the Storm which I think for his standards and coming back from injury is quite good um you'll see he him was, actually he was get in the mid 30s at half time though oh well there you go so he I only averaged like I think he added like five points in the whole second half or four points in the whole second half when the when the Storm kicked away by 30 odd yeah, so there's some good signs there that Johnson might be a, a buy in the future. Um, obviously, he's just still coming back from injury, so he's going to take a few weeks to to hit his stride. But if he, you know, he can start getting uh, start getting back up to the scores that he normally gets, he might be a, a good option. Probably closer to round 11, 12 ish. He might not. He's not playing the first buy round, but he's definitely going to be playing through the Origin period. So it might be a decent go option if he can actually start hitting some, you know, good mid fifties to sixties scores and a decent option to have and make a bit of cash if he drops enough early. Um, but I don't know. That's just another one to keep an eye on. Tolman was in is an interesting one now with Hamlin Ueli gone for an extended period of time as well. Uh, I think got in the high forties Tolman and he played close to seventy minutes against the Storm, so he. Definitely could get a better score. Um, but yeah, give it a couple of weeks, see how he goes. If he still starts, keeps hitting the scores around the 50 mark, probably not a go. But if he starts to get, you know, still hitting the same minutes around 65 to 70 minutes and getting, you know, 50s to 60s, that's um, ideal territory for him and would look like a, a genuine option at, in the middle there as well. Uh, outside of that, I don't see a lot in this squad that anyone would be seriously looking at other than Jesse Ramian. Um, he seems like he's, you know, getting a bulk of the attacking stats in the center position there. So uh, general and pot option, I think, in the centers, Jesse Ramian just needs to, you know, keep getting those stats. What do you boys reckon? I, I like it. What I reckon is I like you feel bad for the Sharks every week. We're like, yeah, I wouldn't touch any of them. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else you can do, really, right? <laughs> it's tough. Oh, it's tough. Yeah. Um, oh, anything else you want to add, Moon? Um, would like to see Matt Moylan coming to the squad. They're missing a bit of Matty Moylan. Oh, God. That's, that's Come on. Yeah, Moylan magic. I don't know. I'm Come thinking, on, boys. You yeah, take Moylan out. team, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Well, he, he, you, you take Moylan out for Johnson, and all, all they're racking up is L's. That's all I'm saying. Moylan in, they're winning. Yeah, yeah that's the issue. The, yeah. That, 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 oh, no, that and John good. Morris. But... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since John Morris has been gone, been a rough time for the Sharks. That's all I'm saying. 
So I'm sorry, probably Moylan and, and Morris, I'd say. Um, all right, boys, let's get on to the next game. Uh, Eels versus Roosters. Um, Eels, uh, same 17 as last week. Um, Nathan Brown does have a hip injury, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, let's have a look. at The, the Roosters is going to be a few. Um, bit of a heartbreaking one. Brett Morris, um, potential career ender or probable career ender ACL, and he's gone. Uh, we've also got um, Lindsay Collins out with an ACL as well, so he's done for the year. Uh, Siwa Siwa Taukiaho comes in for him. Ben Marshke comes up to the interchange because Sammy Verrills is out with a get this a semi-detached retina, which bloody just sounds horrendous. Uh, Adam Kieran comes in uh, for the uh, uh, in the fourteen jersey. Uh, Tedesco been named um, again. We'll see how he goes with his head knocking on stuff. So Joey Manu back to the centers, um, and then. Uh, we've got Napucci coming in for Satili Tupanua, who's been suspended. Uh, Jared Wuri Hargraves um, uh, is also uh, on the – he's the only one that remained on the bench from last week. And then uh, Lachlan Lamb, uh, named uh, in the extended bench. So we'll see how that goes as well. A uh, lot to get through there. Uh, boys, um, yeah, Moon, watch far away. Yeah, look, Daniel, I'll let you talk about your boys. I'll talk about uh, the Roosters. Um yeah, geez, so many changes in this score. James Tedesco is down to around, like, I think he's a 655k, which is the lowest I've ever seen him. So um, he's an interesting option if you don't have him already. Didn't buy him high um, as a winger fullback. Um, you know, proven gun. Um, for me, I'm kind of waiting to see how it goes over the next few weeks um, just to see if he's still going to hit, if he's going to keep hitting around the 30 mark, if he's actually going to produce some, you know, James Tedesco bullshit and hit, you know, 70s and 80s. Um, <laughs> then, you know, he's, he's a definite pickup um, whenever you can get him in your squad. He'd, he'd bloody do it too, honestly. He's just that sort of bloke. He'd do, he'd know we've been waiting to pick him up and he just comes out with like 120 three weeks in a row or something. Yeah, yeah you want to know what his break even is? And I'm, I'm scared he actually might hit it because it's against Parramatta. What is it's it? 101. Oh, he's, oh, you you know he's hitting it. He's he's going to score five <laughs> tries. So you know, kick all the goals. Oh, just ugh. He's just that sort of guy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he can even wait at that break even. And, you know, maybe he gets a 30. He probably drops a, probably 100K or something like that. I think he's, when his break even was at 99, he dropped to 89K. So he could be into the 500s here after this round if he has a has a shocker. But, Did you know, actually. wait and see. Yeah, 89K. It was unreal. I actually didn't think he could drop that much money in a round. <laughs> <laughs> Love Apparently. that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, Sammy Walker's still producing some decent scores. He's bouncing back. He scored uh, at 88, I think, after updates, which is um, excellent to see. Um, good for my emergency. Saved my team from a very disappointing score. So that was great. Um, Joe Manu actually has probably dropped a bit of cash. He's been a little underwhelming this year. So I'm hoping that... Um, you know, once the Roosters can sort of get a few players back and string some, you know, players together that Joe Manu gets involved and produces some decent scores. I reckon um, he will now, now that uh, it's sadly Brett Morris is out. I reckon he's the strike man down that edge now. So I reckon, because he, he copped a lot of decoys and cutouts and that sort of stuff, so Brett Morris is getting a lot of ball. So I don't know, I reckon they just might feed him you, now. If you take out the, the Storm game for Joey Manu, so against the Storm, he got 13. But if you take that game out and just include the rest, his average is just a tick over 40. So 
very, very consistent um, scorer. And that's his base as well, because he's got scores of 58 and 55 um, sprinkled in there as well. So if he's averaging around the 41, 42 mark, um, that's very good long-term with a couple of big scores in there. But it's just the the lows that are going to be a bit of a, a hard hit on your team. Yeah, he's always been a good option. Um you know, keeper level scores in the centres. So Joe might not like that. And he's probably a point of difference at this stage. So, um, you know, a bit of a risk. Probably would wait and see for this one week and then, you know, go from there or just, you know, bite the bullet and bring him in. I don't mind it because I'm intrigued to see whether they go to more D-Toops and Josh Morris's edge um, and, and just, you know, let Joe Mano come in and do Joe Mano things. And, you know, he just takes the ball up the guts and breaks a few tackles, kicks for himself, whatever he wants to. And it seems to come. It seems to work. So... Yeah, I don't mind. It's a good option there. Angus Crichton had a decent score last week with a try at 70, so that was things you love to see. Um, still a very handy dual option. Otherwise, um, not much for me. Um, not much, you know, taking my fancy um, with the rest of the team. Um, I don't think. I think it's just those few options there from the Roosters at this stage. Um, hoping that once Lockie Lamb come, comes back into the squad that maybe they can... Um, you know, maybe boost their, their scores a little more with a little more ball playing, but, you know, we'll wait and see how we go. Um, right you boys, do you boys want anything more about the Roosters? Nah, basically covered nah, it. Nah, just, just pour some out for Brett Morris. Yeah. One of the <laughs> my, absolute huge fantasy season this season as well. So not only just obviously great player and all stuff, so, yes, just bloody heartbreaking for that one. So, yeah, that's all I'll add. Yeah, same yeah, for Lindsay. Bloody heartbreaker. But, um, yeah. You know, Poor bloke as well. Just heartbreaking. Honestly, the injury toll this year is just... Especially for the Roosters. Jesus. Oh, you'd hate to be Trent Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, um, On the flip side, though, I'm loving the fact that uh, we come into a weakened Roosters squad. Um, Definitely helps Parramatta's chances uh, in in this game. So, um, boy, oh, boy, how good was Clint Gutherson last weekend? I know we're playing the Bulldogs, but geez, um, scored a double and had his hand in a lot of other tries as well. So um, looking very good. He scored six tries in the last five rounds, Clint Gutherson. So he's been in basically everything. He's also got, I think, close to, I think it's six try assists as well sprinkled in there. So um, yeah, Gutherson seems to be in everything that Parramatta is doing attacking wise. And his scores show it as well with scores uh, in the 50s for the last four weeks. And then last week getting a 90. So yeah, looking very good at Parramatta. And honestly, if he can keep those scores up, he's a keeper and in the fullback position. I don't know if I'm going to pick him up, but um, if you've already got him, you'd be cheering with all the cash um, cash he's made as well. Um, outside of that, uh, Moses as well had a good score. So he's getting back into um, the 60s territory with another 60 on the weekend. Dylan Brown has been pretty consistent score as well, which is good to see. Um Look, I think we know what we're getting here from most of the most of the players, including Reed Mahoney as well. Um, the big one is uh, the fact that Ryan Madison got named straight back into the the starting squad last week. Um, it obviously from the scores, it didn't look like it had an effect on Isaiah Papali'i, but that also includes Nathan Brown going up, uh, going off with that uh, hip pointer injury during the game. So we didn't actually get to see what the rotation was going to be like when this Parramatta squad was injury-free throughout the whole game. So um, I think probably he got close to 70 minutes almost with um, Nathan Brown off the field, which might not happen every week. Um, and I think for that, he got an 80, correct yeah, me if I'm 69 wrong? minutes, nice, and 80 points. Nice. Yeah, so I don't know if he's going to get 
70 minutes every week just because Nathan Brown's not going to get injured every week. So, um, yeah, one, two. I mean, if you've got him, you're, you're cheering anyway because he's scoring huge scores. But um, long term, I guess we'll have to see what happens in the next couple of weeks, especially if Nathan Brown plays this week. We'll see um, hopefully how it uh, how it pans out if he plays his regular minutes. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm still a bit. I'm still a bit iffy on Pupley. Yeah, I know he can score big from start and from in the starting squad. No, I feel you. It's it's weird, right? It's, it's a weird, weird thing. It's so it's, hard. <laughs> he's he's worth so much money now as well. So it's just yeah. like he just keeps killing it. But I'm just like, oh, I'm not sold. <laughs> yeah, like he, he keeps keeps scoring seventies and eighties, and we're all like every week, like, eh, probably not though. But yeah, I don't know. I don't reckon. Yeah. <laughs> I I rated him last week, but again this week I'm like, oh, who knows? Like, I feel like he, he scares me every week that I see him play, and I still don't have him in my team, and I've already lost the 400k that he's made. So, um, look, if I mean if you can get him in, he's still good. So <laughs> just get him in. <laughs> um, outside of that, how how good was it? Uh, Bryce Cartwright scoring over a point a minute from the bench. Dan- Daniel, this this might shock you here. I th- I think. Y- Eels fans were probably the only people that watched that game. That's all I'm saying. Oh, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dogs fans didn't watch it because it was an absolute thrashing, and I know for damn sure neutral fans didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'll steer clear. I'm happy you go bananas, but uh, yeah, don't don't have a lot of input on that one, unfortunately. Jeez, that, that, that hurts. That hurts, Burmo. Hey, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not Parramatta's fault. It is not Parramatta's <laughs> fault, is all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's fair enough. Daniel, um, you jumped man. on the Cardi party. Uh, oh, oh, great shout for that name, by the way. That's, I like that. That's, what, you haven't heard that before? That's, no. Yeah, that's what he's known as. So oh, is he really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Moon started some sort of fan club for no, it. No. <laughs> Why was I not a founding member? Jeez, where were you three years ago when he first oh, came he, out? Of oh, he's been a buy. The last five oh, years. <laughs> a tra- he's been a buy. It's free money. Oh, Jesus. Um. Man. Yeah, look, he, he got 47 from 44 points on the weekend. Uh, that was with uh, Nathan Brown's injury. We'll see how it goes with Matto back in the team. Hopefully this week we'll see how it pans out. But I, I don't know, with Matto back in the starting squad, I don't know if he's going to be getting um, over 40 minutes a game. But, yeah, I guess we'll see. I had him I have him in a few draft leagues. But that's about the extent of my um, purchasing of Cartwright. <laughs> no, I'm on you big time. Uh, any 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 bringing any bringing in of Cartwright, I'm all for. Of course, I'm proud of you. Please let us know if you're bringing Bryce Cartwright, as I would love to see it. Yeah, yeah let us on. know. How, how many how many teams is he in? Just quietly. If, if you if you do bring him in as well, send us a photo of the rest of your team because I'd be very interested to see what plays you have around him. He's only owned by one percent of teams, so the lucky few, fifteen hundred teams. Yeah. And 53k. I mean, jump on it. It's he's skyrocketing shares in Bryce Cartwright. Oh boy! <laughs> like I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's worth every. I told you he was the Dogecoin. I'm telling you, I stand by it. He's the didn't Dogecoin of the lot of money. Didn't didn't Doge lose a lot of money? Uh, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. We'll move on. Um, all right, let's get on to your boys, El Muno. Uh, Raiders oh, versus the Raiders versus Knights. You guys might be a shout this week. It has been a lean 2021, but you guys might be in for a shout this week. Uh, jo- Big Papa comes back. Pup- uh, Josh Papali'i is back. Uh, Ryan James out of the squad. Uh, Georgie Williams uh, scratched last week with a, with a hammy, um, so we'll see if he plays. 
Uh, Josh Hodgson, Jared Croker still out. Uh, Seb Chris also named, but we'll see how he goes. Um, did his ankle, so that'll be interesting to see there. Uh, for the Knights, Phoenix Crossland comes in for Blake Green, who uh, had a bit of a rib injury. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Stafford Toa drops out of the side with Heimel Hunt coming back. Uh, Lockie Fitzgibbon, Tex Hoy named the extended bench, so that'll be interesting as well. Um, boys, that's it for, for these lineups. Uh, Daniel, why don't you kick us off for this one? Yeah, I guess I should extend the same courtesy that Moon uh, extended to me, so I'll talk about the Knights. Um, very good to see, um, because I don't own him, Ponga only get about a 30, so his price is going to come down a little bit to help people actually buy him. Um, can considering he was what he was over 800k um when he first when he played his first game like two weeks ago or whatever it was um and now he's up around the 850 860 mark so hopefully he drops below that 800k mark so i can afford him and a lot of other people can afford him um but he could easily hit another 100 this week he i think he hit 100 against the sharks two weeks ago or something like that so it's definitely possible against a a, a struggling raiders team i'd say hey, wait, wait, wait. i said struggling i didn't say Lost Raiders team. <laughs> um, we knew what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that, um, Phoenix Crossland coming into the halves means Kurt Mann's probably going to have a lot more responsibility this week, so could see his pri- um, or his scores uh, go up a bit. Uh, probably hoping for around a, a 50 or a 60 with him. Um, outside of that, I mean, Jaden Braley's still been travelling along really good. Connor Watson... Still doing bits, getting those fifties in, um, and looking good while there. he does it. Of course. Outside of that, I don't know. Do you boys have anything else in this squad? I think it's pretty stock standard. Tyson Frizzell's been a beast as well on that edge. Uh, Clamor and Safidi struggling, I guess, considering their normal scores. But that's just, pretty. Just cool. get my man Ponga some help. There's only so much he can do. <laughs> there's only so many gooses you can throw. There's only so. There's only so many cutouts. There's. Just get my man some help. I reckon he's in for a big week, though, just quite the way the Raiders are tackling. He's going to break tackles for fun. Yeah, so look, I'm hoping I'm hoping it... for a, a rough score, but I am I obviously don't have my fingers crossed. Does it, does it count as a tackle break if no one actually touches him on his way to a 100-meter try? <laughs> that, if he just goes through untouched, is that, is that a tackle break? Because, I don't know, he might be leaving some points on the board out there. <laughs> Definitely 100 meters. Anyway, with with that moon, get in, get into your boys. <laughs> well, the Raiders. Um, yeah, I actually I really like this squad. Um, just looking at it, um, you know, no Josh Hodgson and Tommy Starling probably going to play 80. I uh, hope plays 80 um, at nine. Uh, he's looked good um, out of the blocks the last few weeks. So Josh Papali coming back. Uh, Papali coming back in the squad. My apologies. Um, just good and Omre Gula starting as well, which he has the last few weeks. I think so. Um, so yeah, like those inclusions, but sort of fantasy wise, the big thing for me here is still Corey Haru and I are still keeping that, um, that edge role. He only got 30 last week, but he had like 20 points in demerits. And I think that, um, uh, he missed, oh, actually let me tell you exactly how many tackles he missed. Missed six tackles, four penalties conceded. Huge. So Corey, you can suck my ass. But, <laughs> Love shit. that. But Jesus. yeah, I think, I think <laughs> No, no, okay, he's going to be good. He's, he's scoring 50 because he's going to sort his shit out this week. Dunham's going to be working hard in the editing room. That's all I'm saying. Just <laughs> <laughs> how you really feel, Lockie. Yeah. Um, yeah, Corey, um, would love you to you know cut that out. And... No, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, <laughs> when, when we edit it, it's it's going to be up to the people's imagination because it's going to be Corey Harry where can, Corey can suck my <laughs> beep and that's it. <laughs> well, um, yeah, moving on. 
Ryan Sutton's looked all right. Um, you know, I don't think many of many Ryan Sutton owners anymore. You know, if you're looking at a cheapie, I think Corey Haru and I is still a decent shout. Um, he's around the 350 mark. Uh, he's 48k cheaper-ish than um, than Josh Curran. If you're looking for someone just a little bit cheaper, but he's probably the the best cheapy to go to. I think. Uh, yeah, I think he's the best cheapy to go to. Corey Haru and Ira. Um, so yeah, if you need to downgrade someone like your Cameron Murray's, for example, uh, and you really just want the cash so you can upgrade someone to a, a gun, um, yeah, that, that would be where I'd go to. Um, other than that, where else? Caleb Aikens, I think Tom, you mentioned he's made something like 70k, so he seems to be ticking along nicely. Better Who, than sorry? I. You, you talking about the goat? I am talking about the goat, Caleb Aikens, the goat, yeah, 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 the goat. Sorry, misspoke. The goat. Um, yeah, the goat. Yeah, yeah. Come back. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, he's doing all right. He's um, proven me wrong a little bit with his um, fantasy scores, but you know that's always good to see. Um, what all else the all the people that backed me, all my all my day ones, all my day ones <laughs> that backed me and got Caleb Aikens. You're all welcome. That's all I'm saying. I'm proud of you all. You're welcome. And I'm keen to see George Williams back in this squad and um, hopefully we can put up a decent um, you know, fight against this nice... I think it's going to be a good game, to be fair. I think it's going to be a really good game, quite close. So um, you could see some um, some big scores from the halves here, I think, if, um, you know, with some kicking. Well, a lot of kick meters, I'd say, if, um, if the Raiders are a... away with it, that is. Fair. I have a question about this Raiders team. Yeah. Um, could be Could be a controversial take. But do we see Josh Hodgson come back into this squad? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Oh, I'm so glad you asked. i got a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go. I reckon, I reckon, honestly. You know how, you know how they, said, uh, they said Papa was going away for, for rest and all that sort of stuff, get his head right? I don't reckon Hodgson's done his calf. I don't reckon he has. I reckon, it, I reckon it's, they're trying to save face. That's all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe he's done his calf, maybe not. Out? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. There could be something. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see him limp or anything like that. He was, seemed to be out of favour. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Could be. I, look, I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> well, no, that's what I, that's Starling has theory. been. He's been very good out of dummy half, and he's added a bit of spark. Even though they haven't been winning, he's actually creating a bit more from um, Hooker than Josh Hodgson has been so far this year. That's because he's better than Josh Hodgson. <laughs> <laughs> Your words, not mine. No, I'm um, telling you, I reckon they're trying to save face. I dead set reckon they're, they're bringing Tommy Starling in and they're trying to save face with, with the transition because they know Hodgson isn't as good as Tommy Starling. That's all I'm saying. So that brings me to my next point. Um, Starling is 420K at the moment, scored uh, mid-60s and then a mid-50s score in his last two weeks. Um, will play through the origin period. Won't play around 13, but will play around 17. Um, what do you think if... Hodgson doesn't get named in the next couple of weeks. Do we go for him? Do, do you reckon Starling is a definite buy? He is very cheap, and I'm sure 420k is not uh, a lot of money for some like fantasy owners. They probably have that lying around on the bench in the way of like Hampton or Sean O'Sullivan at the moment. Um, what do we think? Decent buy or very risky? Very risky. That's well, very risky. Um. You know, but if you've got some a big set of kahunas, I like it. Um, oh, beauty, I'll buy him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> points. It's points. That's the thing. He'll definitely get you about a sixty this week. I just um, love when he... Mooney calls them kahunas. Yeah, I haven't done that before. I thought I'd throw it out there, but thank you. Um, My kahunas, not the not the word that is. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I got you. I got you. 
yeah, it might have got misconstrued, you know. Just so everyone knows, it's fine. I, no, it I, I really, <laughs> really like it. Um, he's, if he plays, you know, he's probably going to play 65 minutes minimum, I think, Tommy Starling. So, and he's been going he played about... 80. He played 80 last week, did he? Yes, he did. So he oh, played unreal. 72 minutes in his first game, 80 last week. So he's, oh, there you go. even oh, with Havili there, yeah, he's he's playing 80 with Havili on the bench. So One missed tackle. Yeah, look, I think he's scoring the 60s. So for some reason, if you know Josh Hodgson ends up coming out with a season-ending calf injury, um, fingers crossed it doesn't happen for him, but um, <laughs> Tom Stein's a buy for sure. But that's about it for me. Right. Beautiful. Um, all right, look, let's get into the next game. Again, this this next game could be absolutely anything. We've got Tiggs and uh, Titans. Uh, Tommy Talao has been suspended. Uh, Moses Embai Moses comes into the side. Now, this is a big old headache. Jacob Little uh, comes onto the bench. Um, uh, Zach Sini keeps his spot. Um, and then for the Titans, Tino, uh, he's back. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Milwaukee Fodawaka back to the interchange. Uh, Corey Thompson out for eight weeks. Uh, Bo Furmore comes into the centers. Philip Sami to the wing. Um, and then they just signed Esan. So he's been named amongst the reserves. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that goes. Jamin Jolov onto the interchange bench. Sam McIntyre out as a reserve. Um, all right, let's get into it. Uh, Daniel, do you want to start off? Yeah, sure. I want to talk about the Titans here because I have a, a big old headache that I've been kind of mulling over for the last two weeks now. Um, so we were talking about how Fogarty would have been a cut price keeper. Um, and then he came out with scores in like the, the 30s and he was get, he got a seven with an injury one game, didn't play 80 another, even though he got a 60. Yeah, so, Mooney cursed him, said he was going to top score and then he's been he's never recovered. <laughs> So the last correct. <laughs> so since we said that, since we said that, he has scored sixty against the Knights. They got pummeled by Manly, and he only got a thirty. Fair. And then he's got sixty against the Rabbits and another sixty against the Broncos. I don't have any words for what to do with Fogarty at the moment. He seems like he's going to keep scoring mid sixties, but um, I'm so scared to pick him up because I'm scared he's going to go back to scoring those 30s and those low scores again. But he's only 600k. He looks like he's going to be good. He'll play around 13 as well. Um, break even at 29. He honestly is a cut price keeper if he keeps hitting 60s. That's one thing. And then we have bloody Brimson that has come from nowhere. And the oh, last two scores... Score again? He got 69. Nice. Yep. Um, <laughs> against the Broncos. And he got 50 against the Rabbitohs last week. Uh, the week before, sorry. But I understand he got over 200 metres in both those games and a lot of tackle busts. But that was the kind of performance level that he was hitting towards the back end of last year before he had that injury. So if he can be consistent, he's another cut price keeper at only 520k as well at fullback. So there's two potential options there. Very risky, but... Are 100% pods. They're both owned by less than, well, Brimson's owned by 6%. Fogarty's owned by 3%. Like, they're honestly very good options if you want to take a risk and, you know, need to climb a bit and beat some people. So, um, yeah, keep an eye on them because they look like they're coming from nowhere, even with the Titans, you know, underperforming at the moment. And that's all I'll say about this team because I think they're the main two ones. Obviously, Tino's back. Fafita's good. Peachy's good. You know the rest. That's fine. Moon, uh, we'll we'll Tigers. The Tigers. Yeah. Um, oh, my word. Where do I start? Um, 
Yeah, Dane Laurie's still ticking along nicely. Um, Zach Sini was a bit Sini, is that how I say that? Sure. Yeah, Zach Sini. Yeah. Cool, Sini. Um, big story out of last week. He, um, you know, 45 with a try, um, two line breaks, three tackle breaks. Looked good from what I heard. Um, didn't watch the game, but... Um, Great mullet. That's all you need to know. points for his mullet, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if anyone, if you see him as a... Um, potential cash cow because um, honestly um, James Roberts is not coming back into this squad so oh really um, I, I thought Daniel said he was really really good keyword there was was yeah, <laughs> <that way. laughs> yep no, yeah so Zach Sandy is an interesting option if you want another you know reasonably risky cash cow but you could downgrade to him if you wanted to um yeah, Jake Simpkin, big headache here with Jacob Little named at 14. Um, probably split in minutes, 40, 40 minutes each, I'd say. Um, which is rough as guts. That's all right. Um, Joe O to lock. I like that as well. If um, you're a Joe O owner for some reason, um, good for you. Um, I think he'll score, he'll score decently. And well, he played... Only- just on that, he played at lock last game and he only played about 50 minutes and scored uh, 38. 38. Yeah, I, He played better from an edge, but uh, I don't know. It's just his minutes, I think, right? And yeah. I don't, you never know what he's going to do one week to the next because Madge could name this side and they could all completely change, which is what happened last week. They named a side and it was all bloody different who actually started, I'm pretty sure. Um, last he's still week, a hold, though. I think you're right. Change, but yeah, oh, I, I, okay, yeah. No, no, you're right, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, it. I don't There's know. No... Nothing seems to be set though with that dragons uh, with that tigers lineup. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit hard. And big Stefano for those all those legends who held him last week. He went up one k, so love that. Boy, <laughs> get around him. But now he's probably a sell after that one k. <laughs> nice. That's about it. Yeah, he's still owned by nineteen percent of people, but yeah, definitely a sell. Yeah, he's handy for filling some. Filling some uh some gaps in people's teams with you know Cameron Murray injuries and all that sort of jazz. So, yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to add for that game, boys? Nah, it's bad here. Yeah. No, we mean. Uh, Cowboys and Broncos. Um, this might actually be a sneaky little decent game here. Uh, I mean the Broncos win because Jake Clifford's back, so it means our boys have no chance. Um, <laughs> our Lord and Savior Ben Hampton gone with a peck, unfortunately. So everyone's favorite sheepy is gone. Um, David Bowen comes back to the side for Justin O'Neill. Uh, Mitch Dunn back from a suspension. Uh, Broncos, no changes to their 17 that beat the Titans. Um, Daniel, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Um, I'll talk about the Cowboys this week. Oh, um, you lucky duck. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it really hurts to have Hampton out. He was probably covering that wing of fullback position for a lot of people with you know, Latrell gone, Tedesco gone, Pappenhausen gone, and now now that Hampton's gone, everyone's got huge headaches, of course. Um, unfortunately, he's looking like it's going to be a long-term injury. I think NRL Physio was four to six weeks at the best, but it looks much worse than that, so it could be 10 to 14. Um, keep an eye on that this week, probably before you make trades, um, because it looks like Hampton might be a definite trade-out. If it's closer to four weeks and wasn't as serious as first thought, maybe a hold, but still very risky to hold him for that long. Um, probably closer to a sell, unfortunately. Uh, 
Outside of that, Scott Drinkwater's been looking like a very good pod at fullback as well as Holmes. I think we touched on this last time as well. Holmes is scoring um, in the what, averaging around the mid to high 40s, I think, since he's moved to fullback, which is really good to see. Um, he's also been scoring some a few 60s as well, which is also good. And Drinkwater has been doing very similar work as well with a with a 56 last week as well. So um, both of those players have been involved in basically everything that the Cowboys are doing in attacking uh, wise, but with Jake Clifford in there now, who knows, he'll probably just disrupt the flow a bit. So I can't wait to see that. And I'm sure Burma, you can't wait to see that either. Yeah, Um, I'm very excited. (laughs) Uh, Tamalolo being back last week, didn't get massive minutes, only managed a 36 as well. Uh, I think he's still owned by 6% of teams, which is quite high considering um, how bad he's been, how bad he was round one in minutes. And then obviously the fact that Todd Payton's just been saying he's not going to get minutes, he's not going to play a lot of time kind of thing. Um, so yeah, if you've still got him, he's just a, an up and up sell unless he gets back to, you know, 70 plus minutes. Uh, and that is basically the Cowboys team. Moon, Broncos. Broncos. Well, let's start with Jermaine Saka. How good was he last week? My word. He smashed out an 86, two tries, two try assists, and a bunch of tackle breaks and all that sort of jazz. So, um, yeah, weapon. he held on to him. Um, yeah, weapon indeed. Um, he's going to have a low as break even this week. So, he's one to hold for a little while and probably for. He gets 12 this week. Pretty sure his break even is 12. <laughs> I Very thought you were going to say he, he gets 12 this week. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he could. Cows are rock solid, baby. <laughs> I would hold on to Jermaine Saga till after the origin period. You can upgrade him to a, you know, a gun like Tedesco. Um, yeah, Jermaine Saga's looking good. Otherwise, got a hand in everything. Um, Milford back in only with a 41. So that was a little disappointing from him. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if he lost money or made money, but it, it's probably, you know, you know, probably broke even in my opinion. Um He's still making a little bit of cash, still ticking along. Yeah, he's about 570, so he's looking to someone you'd upgrade in the coming weeks. He's, al- so. he's almost made that 400k for you, man. Hey, look, I was close. Hey. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> what you want from a player is to make you at least 150k, and he's at 143 so far. So he's, he's almost there. He'll probably, his break even 33. He should hit that this week, so he'll, he'll get it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Tyson Gamble was decent. Last week in his fantasy scores with a forty-three as well, so uh, you don't mind that if you if you took the punt on Tyson Gamble. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> I like how you stopped yourself from saying gamble. All I'm gamble. saying it's, <laughs> it wasn't a gamble. It wasn't a gamble. It was free money. <laughs> Never in doubt. Uh, otherwise, where else do we go? Jake Turpin, uh, twenty-three and fifty-seven minutes. A big time sell now. He's going to start losing money. Um, Payne Haas has probably bottomed out in cash. So yeah, he's. You know, right for the picking whenever you whenever you can bring him in. I think um, Tavita Pangai Jr. is probably the big one for me. Uh, he smashed out a sixty-seven. Only had a try assist. No no tries. Five tackle breaks. Twenty-five tackles. Blah. Oh no, that's a lie. He had four tackle breaks. Five missed tackles. So he's probably left you know, another ten plus points. Um, on the table there. So he's looking like a juicy point of difference. I don't think he's owned by that many people. So TPJ is looking good. I've never said that in my life. So don't mind that option if you're wanting um, as a Julie as well, which makes him all the more valuable. Um, yeah, that's about it for me, I yeah. think, from this Broncos team. It's another one of those things that, like, you don't know if you're hearing it right. 
<laughs> TPJ, yeah, good option. Wait, what? Yeah. He's not suspended this week? Kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I don't mind it. Look, um, Stop it. Let's see. He's 711k um, owned by 7.6, more than I thought. But um, yeah, averaging 58.8. It's Yeah, he's not looking bad. He's going to have a low, a lowish break even, I'd say, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's around the 30 mark, which is really good. Which will probably hit. So, he's got some cash to make. Um, yeah, don't mind that option. Thought it was a little cheaper, but 711, yeah. Pretty good I value. think the if you've got an average of around 60, I think you're at the around the 800k mark. So, he's yeah. probably, I think his average is around the high, uh, low 60s. Okay. Right, but that's with that's obviously with him playing in the middle, um, with reduced minutes compared to an edge with eighty minutes, right? So, yeah, um, we probably... had a disappointing score on that somewhere. He got a twenty six against the Storm in round four after thirty one minutes. He got thirty six against the Bunnies in round five. So take out those scores, he's probably averaging sixty five. So definitely, we'll get to above eight hundred k. Yeah, if he keeps playing on an edge, yes. Yeah, I agree. Lovely. Uh, next game, boys. Uh, sea Eagles versus the Warriors. Um, for the uh, for the Sea Eagles, minded to power Josh Aloe both out. Sean Kepi goes from the from an edge roll to the front row. Uh, Olokowatu uh, uh, comes into the second row. Uh, uh, Senator Moses Suli uh, has been named to return from back injury by the interchange bench. Uh, Georgie Tafu is on the reserves list. There you go. They reckon he uh, he might might be an outside chance to play. Uh, and then for the Warriors, uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla, uh, he is out um, for the week. Uh, Alicia Katoa comes into the starting side. Uh, Chanel Harris Tavita been named on the reserves as well, boys. So very, very interesting. Uh, Mooney, why don't you get into it for us? Yeah, I'll start with the Warriors. Got some um, strong pins in this team. So. Um, RTS at fullback for the moment uh, with Chanel Harris Tavita. I think the big thing for me is this Chanel Harris Tavita in from the reserves because if he comes to this squad, I think it shakes it up big time with um, what they do with Reese Walsh and potentially RTS because um, I reckon it'll just do a one for one swap with you know Walsh um, probably back to maybe the reserves and maybe Bailey Siren and someone falls off and um, Chanel Harris Tavita because he was looking good when he was playing this year. And RTS, you know, keeping his fullback role, but they could very easily push RTS to wing or something like that. So I think that that's all very up in the air with this with this squad, um, and could be a risky one for the Reese Walsh owners and people who bought him in last week. You know, could be burning a trade there if he, you know, just falls out of the squad. Um, so that's something to watch for me. Otherwise, Josh Curran's looking like a good buy with Eli Katoa um, coming into the squad and. Uh, Josh Curran keeping, you know, keeping the edge. Um, I know that um, Murdoch Masilla is out as well, but I think that you know, if Murdoch Masilla was fit and they decided to pick um, Eli Katoa, that they'd probably split the minutes, you know, 50-30, 40-40. Um, and Josh Curran still keeps his 80-minute roll. He's looking good. So he's looking like a decent cash cow still. He's at high 300s. So um, also very still a good buy, I think. I think he still probably makes another at least probably a hundred K. Um, but you've missed out on a few price rises already. You're a bit late on the, on the Josh Curran train. Otherwise, um, yeah, probably about it for this, um, this squad. Rocco Berry didn't score horribly last week, but, um, you and Aitken's back on the extended bench. So, you know, would steer clear. 
um, and wouldn't trust. You also got to try as well. Yeah, no, I, I just yeah, see no 31. job security. So yeah, yeah, thirty-one with a try. So yeah, mm-mm, not for me. Um, yeah, Daniel talks through Manly. Yeah, um, I'm. I I don't know what to make of the Manly bench at the moment. Just looking at it. Um, but before we get to that, I'll talk through the squad. Tom Trebojevic has been basically everyone's saving grace that picked him up. Been very good over the last couple of weeks, scoring. Um, the line breaks and tries for fun at the moment. So uh, looks like looks very good and is probably a buy still. I would say um, not huge amount in price rises. I think he's still under 600 K currently. So definitely still worth a look at if you need a wing, a fullback, which a lot of people do this week. Um, Outside of that, DC has been really, really struggling as well. So he's what he got like a, a 40, I think on the weekend. So it looks like with Tom getting a lot of the points, DCE's kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's just less playmaking required from him. He just kind of throws it out to Tom and Tom does the rest is what it looks like. So um bit bit worried there if you're a DCE owner. Um, I know we keep saying this to keep an eye on him, but um, he always comes back and scores an 80 the next week. So who knows what's going to happen there. But if he keeps flip-flopping back and forward, he's probably not a a long-term keeper and gun. I hate that I say that. His average is still 60. So if you've got him, he's probably a hold, but one to just be cautious of, I'd say, at this point. Um, just keep an eye on how it goes over the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Look, if you still have Croker, he's probably getting close to a sell. I'd say he's maybe got one more week of price rises in him against this Warriors team. Um, but he's either a sell if you need to this week to make up you know, numbers in your middles or your wingers, wherever your injuries are, because I know people have had a lot of those. Um, otherwise, you can hold him for another week and you'll still get your small price rises. Josh Schuster's been really good as well. And yeah, Jake Trebojevic still struggling. Um, to the bench here, though, we've got Cade Cust, who's obviously a Lachlan Croker, you know, sharing minutes there at hooker. Um, but then you've got a centre in Moses Suli, who who knows how they're going to use them. And then you've got Sadler and Sipley, who are probably going to be taking you know, the front row rotation. So it kind of looks like Ola Kawatu is going to be getting 80 from here on out. Um, what do you boys reckon? Do you reckon he plays 80 until Siren's back in the squad? Or what do you... Because Siren's been gone for a while now as well. That's a, that's another thing. Well, I thought he was due back this round, but I'd say he's back in the next two weeks at least. So um, I wouldn't, wouldn't pick him up. Um, but yeah, probably plays 80, I think. Yeah, so if you did buy him as a cash cow option, he's made a little bit of cash, not a lot. Um, but yeah, he he should make a bit more cash before Siren comes back in the next week or two. So yeah, looks like he's going to be playing 80 this week. And probably if you have him on your emergencies, might be good on your interchanges. Should be should get around a, a 50, 40, 50 odd score, which is you know what you want at least on your bench. So yeah, one to include this week. But that's that's probably it for Manly. Beautiful. Um, all right, let's get on to the uh, the final game of the round, boys. Um, we got dragons and dogs. Um, again, few changes. Zachy Lomax out with a dislocated thumb. Um, Tyrell Fumano comes into the centres for him. Uh, which means Cody Ramsey uh, has been named on the wing, but carrying an injury. Uh, Max, F- again, I don't want to put this pronunciation, but Max Figai, named on the reserves, uh, comes in if Ramsey doesn't play. Uh, Ravalawa Pereira still suspended. Uh, and Poasa Farmasili comes onto the bench. Um, and then for the Dogs, uh, DWZ comes back in at fullback. Nick Meany goes straight to the wing. 
Um, Dylan Napa has been named. Uh, ran off a Tony or uh, Avisil Matafango, the potential backups. Uh, Lockie Lewis is on the reserve list. Um, all right, boys, let's get into it. Daniel, do you want to fire away? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's go with the Dragons. Uh, not great for Lomax being out. Um, he was looking at probably playing Origin as well, so that puts that in jeopardy for him. Uh, surprisingly, Tyra Fuyamayono comes into the centres, which is interesting. I don't think he was... He's very versatile as a player, but I don't think he's ever been a big scorer from centre. Um, so, I mean, if you've got him still, and um, I think a lot of people do, Maguire took his spot at lock, and he's probably not going to score that well from centre, so he's still definitely a buy. Uh, a buy. A sell. Do not buy him, please. Um, outside of that, uh, Figai, I, yeah, like you said, I don't know how to pronounce it either. He's not um, a, a buy, I don't think, even with a – I think he got a 30-odd uh, on the weekend. He's probably not a buy. I don't see him being there long-term. Um, but I think that 30 was with a try. Uh, 33, no? no try. 33, no try. Actually, that's a decent score for a winger. Um, 170 metres and three tackle yes, breaks. Yes, I was about to say that 170 metres is pretty big for a winger. Um, I'd say that's because they came up against the Tigers. Um, I would be just cautious if you are going to buy him as a winger. He's probably not going to score well. You probably don't want him to be in your top 17. And I think most people are struggling at the moment because they need someone in their 17. So I would steer clear of him if you're looking for someone to be playing. But might be a decent cash cow option while Lomax is out. Uh, could get some minutes there. Uh, outside of that, uh, Ben Hunt came back uh, last week with a, a, a decent... Wait, did he have a decent... I don't think he did. No, actually. he was horrendous. That's right. He was the one that I was thinking <laughs> of. Okay, so I thought it was Norman that had a bad score. So no. Ben Hunt had a horrific score then. He had... Let me check. He got 18, yeah. He missed a couple Rough. of tackles, um, you know, 11. 11. Yep, I see that now. <laughs> um, yeah, you take those tackles away. He still only gets a 40, though, which is not good. Not good at all. Great analysis, Daniel. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at his stats now, and I'm like, we we mentioned he was gonna be a he was gonna be a pod in the half. He's gonna be he's gonna be losing a lot of money now because his last game he played, he didn't play the full eighty and only got a thirty odd. Now he's just played a full eighty and got an eighteen, so he's gonna be bleeding money. So if you're gonna buy yeah. him, it's gonna be in a little while. Yeah. So his break even's ninety two. He's seven hundred and twenty k. He's gonna be bleeding cash for probably the next. Three weeks, I'd say. I was going to say, close to a month, I reckon. Yeah, he uh, he's one to keep an eye on if, if he gets decent scores. Like, if he's scoring 50s, 60s over the next two to three weeks, he's still going to be losing cash because that's under his break even. So, um, if he keeps scoring okay, obviously he had a shit round last week, but um, if he keeps scoring around the 50 to 60 mark in the next coming weeks and gets back to his break even, he'll probably drop to about 650, 600, 650K and might be a buy then, but... Keep an eye on him. I know we all, like, for the from the first two rounds, he looked like he was going to be a very good pot option, even when coming back from that broken leg. But, yeah, didn't obviously didn't do well last week and uh, just wanted to keep an eye on then while he's coming back from injury. Hopefully he hits his uh, straps soon. Uh, Daniel Alvaro as well, only got a 30 uh, on the weekend. And, uh, yeah, it's a bit rough if you have him as a as a cash cow. <coughs> Lock <the> <laughs> He only got 30 minutes. Didn't get as many minutes as he normally does. He's probably peaked in price unless he can get his minutes back up, but I don't think, since Maguire's come back in that team, I don't think his minutes are going up anytime soon. Um, I think he's probably a sell this week, if not the next, if you've still got him. Outside of that, I think that's pretty much it for the Dragons. 
uh, you know, McCulloch's been okay, but yeah. Moon. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving on to the dogs, and I'm going to keep this short and sharp because I really don't have a lot to talk about this um, squad <laughs> fantasy wise. Um, oh boy, would I start Jake Cavarillo? Um, still producing decent scores, looking like keep on the centers finally. 49 with a try. Um, yeah, you'll take it. Carl Flanagan, really disappointing. Um, only a 30, played the 80 minutes and everything. Um, just just underwhelming, I think, from Kyle there, unfortunately. Um, Adam Elliott has... He didn't play 80 and is still losing points, I'd say, to Luke Thompson. So uh, Luke Thompson's still producing around 50. Uh, I think he got 48 from 56, so looking good. Um, Corey Waddell actually was the interesting one um, that I wanted to talk about. 57 from 71 minutes. Um, not bad at all, just base stats, tackles, 130 metres and 43 tackles with six misses. So not bad there. Um, Good might have been probably because Dylan Napa um, only played 16 minutes, went off with a shoulder injury. So, um, And he's been able to play. Don't know if he will. Um, will be interesting to see. But yeah, good stats if he can play huge minutes. Um, but yeah, again, I don't see that happening. But otherwise, look, that's probably about it for me. Um, Just... Just on that, Moon. Sorry, Waddell played 80 against the Sharks two weeks ago and got a 53, and then he nearly backed it up with an 80 against Parramatta and got 57. Look, he's getting very good stats, getting over 100 metres a game, making about 40 tackles, um, not missing many. Like, he's missing two or three, but that's to, to be standard for this dog's team. Um, is he... Like, how long's Josh Jackson out for? He's only... Got, he, Jackson's back in, like, two to three weeks. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was yeah. just like... Oh, Don't worry. I got, I, got, I, had, I got excited as well. <laughs> Josh, I, yeah, Jackson I honestly... Back. Then you got cool. Josh Jackson, Luke Thompson, Adam Elliott, and Corey yep. Waddell all fighting for those spots. So, yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Waddell gets a long-term starting spot. He'll be scoring, you know, those 50 to 60 scores um, pretty consistently. But, yeah, until then, he's doomed to the bench, unfortunately. Yeah, yep. tough situation. That's, that's about it, I think, from this dog squad. That's it. Uh, that's it for all the games, boys. But the, still got a fair bit to get through here. Um, I will start just quickly some predictions. Who do we think's top scoring? Mooney, I'll go to you first. Who, who do you reckon oh, top score this round? Put me on the spot. Uh... You mean the thing that I've done for the last every podcast episode? <laughs> oh, shock <laughs> I was thinking about my buy hold sales. Thank you very much. Top oh, well, I'll hit you with those as well. <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> top scoring. Shit. Daniel, can you give us the top score? Yeah, I'll go first. I think Harry Grant is going to top score this week. I think with the Bunnies have a bit of a depleted squad, I think Grant is going to dominate in the middle of the field. So, um, yeah, hopefully he gets the full 80 minutes and, like, puts out an 80-plus score. Yeah, okay. I'm going Caleb Ponga against the Raiders. You're on KP against oh, your own that... team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you picked the wrong fullback out of that game. Caleb Aikens, baby. Caleb Pong to score a hat trick, but Raiders to score. Corey Harry and I to score a hat trick as well. So I fine. reckon my my tip this week, <laughs> it's going to suck because, but oh God, I can see it. Payne Haas, he's going to dominate and score tries for fun this week against the Cows. <laughs> Slipping oh, back in, in Haas to Ballsy dominate. picking someone against your own team. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, shut up, Lachlan. <laughs> Oh, also, how Rower. good is it? Sam Walker, last two weeks, he, what, he's got just points for fun. How good is it having a cheapie that's scoring like 80 plus every week? Or 60 plus, sorry, every yeah, week? Yeah, that's pretty good. 
Just quietly though, <laughs> just on the Cowboys game, I'm pretty sure TPJ is going to be running at Jake Clifford. <laughs> Love that matchup. <laughs> it's either, oh, this is it. Either either Jake Clifford's marking Jordan Ricky or TPJ. Good luck. Might need, uh, might need to do might a bit die. of work in trading. Uh, Jake Clifford, sh- shoulders are doomed, baby. He's a back rower's worst nightmare. I'm you might you. just need to get tough uh, for the full week this week. You just need Tamalolo running straight at him full pelt. How about that for the for the next four days until the game? That'll help. Might, yeah. might see Jake Clifford walk out like the full. NFL get up, I reckon. Big shot pads and everything. It's his only hope. It is his <laughs> only hope. Um, <laughs> far out. All right. That, that brings us to the buy, hold, and sell. Daniel, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, absolutely. So I think this is the week to get um, Harry Grant in. I think he's definitely a buy this week. Uh, Simpkin, his break even's still low, and I'm going to put him as my hold because he still has a bit of cash to make, even with little on the bench there. Should be scoring uh, at least 30, I hope. Um, probably not on your bench. If you can get away with having him in your emergencies, that's the best place to have him, I think, considering Little's on the bench. Um, and my sell this week, uh, unfortunately, is Cam Murray. He's out for at least four weeks, I believe, and then Origin's coming up, and he'll most likely go into camp for that. I don't know if he'll play, but, yeah, it looks like a sell because he'll be out for, if not four weeks, then even longer if he goes into Origin camp. So, yeah, Cam Murray sell. Yeah, okay. My my buy is um, going to be Corey Harawira-Naira. Um, I said I said that he was best, the best cheapie to go to. He was the cheapest and the best option, um, in my opinion. So, um, And, you know, for me in particular, I'm trying to downgrade um, a few players just to bring in a little bit of cash. So he's probably someone that I've been looking at. My hold, um, and this is, you know, aimed at someone very in particular, um, Adam Reynolds. Um, I think he's only out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, so. I was gonna say he's, he's gonna be my hold as well. So, um, you know, I think if you've got him, you've you've picked him as a long term. You know, probably a point of difference, um, half option, and he'll look good uh, throughout the Origin period where everyone's missing, you know, Nathan Cleary and the like. So, um, yeah, don't mind that. And my sell is Daniel Alvaro. Unfortunately, he's losing uh, ever since Josh McGuire's come back in this squad. I'll oh, come into this squad. Um, his minutes just have um, depleted. So he's you know only going to get 30 to 35 minutes, and um, it's it's uh, hurting his fantasy scores a little bit. So he's my sell. Uh, my my buy uh, this week. Um. I'm I'm a little torn, but I I'm gonna have to say Payne Haas, even though I, I like him as a pod squad member for 14 weeks. I reckon you can keep him, and then my hold, yeah, as well is um is Adam Reynolds. Um, yeah, he's only out for a couple of weeks, so if you got him, just stick with it. And he won't be playing during the origin period, so um, you won't lose him to that. Um, any uh, anything else we want to touch on? Anyone want to want to roast me for my picks? No, nope, like it. Beauty. I live for approval. I crave it. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Um, all right, boys. We have some questions. Uh, so I'll just get some. Uh, yeah, no, I'm as shocked as you are. Uh, <laughs> I'll ask. I'll ask. Uh, I'll ask you boys the questions. I'll get your answers quickly, uh, or as slowly as you like. Uh, Mooney, uh, Chris asks. Uh, all three of my centers are out. I have 889k to spend. Which two centers do I get? 
Oh God. Um, <laughs> a bit hard not knowing what centers you have. <laughs> well, he's got none. He's, he's got them out. All so three are out. Which, which centers do you want for? If you got nine hundred k or just under, who are you picking up? You need two centers. Um, for nine hundred k, I'm probably going to pick two cheaper ones. Oh man, I'm Steve Crichton. Um, he's at four fifty five. I still I like that as a pick and. Deary me. You don't want to say Avarillo? <laughs> no, like if you go Avarillo, then you look at your oh, cheaper options. Look at your yeah. cheaper options. Like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you kind of missed the boat on a lot of the Jesse Arthurs? Um, I'd say Zach nah, he he got a thirty with a try. I'd say Zach Sini's probably the next best one. Um might stay in this team a little longer, did play well on the weekend. He's obviously a risk uh at the Tigers. Who knows what could, what's gonna happen with that outside back position, but Played quite well, made a lot of meters and scored a try. So yeah, looks looks like he could stay in the squad a little bit longer. Not sure in his uh, longevity though. So I'd I'd think they're the, probably the best two ones, Crichton and Sini. I would have said you, I would have said Peachy and Sini. If you go and Sini, oh, yeah. then you can you can get a bigger um, a big dog like Peachy. Um, I'm guessing you've lost Hampton, Robertson, someone else, Tessie New maybe or something like that. Yeah, or Mama yeah. Or Lom- Lomax. Probably yeah, no, yeah. Max even. Oh, yeah, actually, that would make a lot of sense. He put so much money, yeah. That, uh, I'd have a play around with it, see, uh, um, yeah, Peachy, if you can get Peachy in, that's unreal. Um, he's a big keeper. Uh, I'd bring in keepers if you can, though. Yeah, Peachy and Sini, then, if you're going to go, if you're going to make the trades, um, especially with your centers, you go for a gun now at this point in time, and I'd say Peachy and a cheapy like Sini or something like that would probably be the best then, yeah. All yeah. I'm saying is you boys jumped on my bandwagon. That's all I'm saying. You were right, though. You were right. I, I can't disagree with approval, gentlemen. Uh, next question. Um, Finna asks, uh, uh, one, of, one of our OG listeners, so shout out to Finna. Uh, boys, the question is simple. Reese Walsh? Reese Walsh? Question mark? Oh, God. No, I, I covered this in my um, my Warriors um, spiel. I think he covered it like a, a coward. Get him in. All right. I'm saying he's a trap, I... so... Fair no, enough. Finner, I, I don't want the pressure, but I don't get him in. <laughs> I, I will go the exact opposite to Lockie. I think the Warriors are going to force him into the squad somehow. I know CHT is coming back, but Reese Walsh has been way too good to just chuck on the bench or even out of the squad completely. He, That's my thinking as well. Yeah, he's an up-and-coming star in the NRL, so he they'll f- somehow fit him in. They know RTS is going next year, so they'll try to keep RTS in the squad for this year, but they know that Reese Walsh is going to be their main playmaker and basically they're going to revolve this squad around him for the next five to ten years so um yeah i think they're going to force him in somehow so he's he's a baby pony you've got to keep him he's 300k he can't hurt you that much if you buy him he he should be in the squad um pending what happens i mean if they make the change early in the week you might be able to see if he gets dropped or not walsh but i'd still i think it's still safe to buy him i'm gonna find the footage of where you said that james roberts couldn't hurt you much and then he got you a nine just quietly. <laughs> yeah, but he but he only lost me like fifteen k after a nine. Like it's not it's not much. Well, mate, you're in raw school, but that works too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's he, he was cheap anyway. What did it What did it matter? If you're playing oh. around with like two to three hundred k, then you've got you've got big oh shit, you got bigger <laughs> issues in your squad than, than bloody Roberts. <laughs> I, work cut out I got I got so <laughs> the defensive that it wasn't. You guys gonna say that's it? I've heard I've heard enough about James Roberts. And I'm you <laughs> Just start <laughs> cursing you guys out. James Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, we uh, move. Gee, we... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now Sam asks, uh, <laughs> Daniel, you just cool off. I'm going to meet you for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a walk. Give me a second. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Mooney, uh, how do you think Simpkin will go now with Little on the bench? Um, he's probably going to uh, struggle a little bit. I think he gets probably around a 30. Um, yeah. I would still hold as I think Daniel had him has a hold, and I agree with that. Um, yeah, who knows with this Tiger squad. So, um, yeah, I'll wait and see. It's more that I think the question is, do you put him in your scoring reserves or not? And that is a judgment call depending on your, your depth on your bench. I'm going to have to play him as a scoring reserve this week. So, you know, he's not the worst option, but obviously not the best. So, um, that's, yeah, sorry, how I'd answer that question, I think. Hold. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I reckon he's going to go crap just quietly. I reckon. I reckon we're we're now looking at Turpin territory. We're we're looking at what uh, what 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 Danny Levi did to Jake Turpin. Honestly, just a disgrace. Yeah, it it comes off the back of me picking up Simpkin last week, which of course. Yeah. But also, we could have said the same thing about because we all had little round one as well. So basically, yeah, no. the hookers are getting done dirty. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do with that information what you will. Unreal. Let's move on. Next no. <laughs> Um, that's that's it for all the questions I've got. But I do have some questions of my own, boys. Now, we've got a little thing called State of Origin coming up. Um, how are you boys going to play it? Are you Have you got a plan at all, or are you just as clueless as the rest of us? Because God knows I've got no idea. Um, Mooney, what do you reckon? Um, I am a little, a little worried about it, considering that I have troubles in my team. Um, and I want to bring in players, but I don't want to waste trades by bringing some that I'm only going to trade out in three or four weeks. Um, Do you have a theory that you're working off? Like, is there certain things you want to you want to base your decisions off? Are you looking at, is there, is there like any general rules you're trying to follow heading into Origin? No, not really. Look, I, I'm just going to try and bring in um, guns, but make sure I have a reasonably balanced team come by rounds um, and try and, you know, you know either... Just to see how it goes. Look, I'm just going to have a balance team, try and get at least, you know, of 17, try and get 10 to 12 players playing. Because um, at the moment, I've got quite a few Origin players, so I could be in some trouble. But that's sort of my personal goal. Depends on what your team's looking like and if you're point of difference or not. Because um, if you can have as cl- if you can have as close to 17 as possible, you'll be um, leaps and bounds above a lot of other coaches. So you're looking at big... Um, Bigger score, much bigger scores than the rest of us, and you'll uh, jump a heap of rankings over that period. So, and then after Origin, that's when you can bulk your team up with all these players like Tedesco, who's going to be dirt cheap. So, that's my opinion. Yeah, Daniel, what do you reckon? Yeah, look, I uh, I know my tactic has always been to get at least fourteen um, players uh, during these buy rounds. Um, that's just helped. Um, myself kind of stay consistent with the other teams. I think that's what you kind of have to aim for. You want at least 14 to 15 players playing uh, against those buy rounds. So generally what I do when I get to about round nine to 10, I start to look to trade in players that will at least play that first buy round and play through the state of origin period. So this week I'm trading in uh, Tohu Harris for Cam Murray. Um, He might not play round 13, but he will be playing through the origin period and he's he's scoring 60 plus every week. So pretty consistent. Another player to look at is Isaiah Papali'i as well. Um, a lot of people already have him, and he's going to be playing round 13 and be playing through the 
the um, state of origin period. So uh, also another very good scorer in the middle and edge position that'll be playing. Um, there's lots of players around there that are going to be playing like your like good scorers like Brian Toto as well. He'll be playing. Um, Andrew McCulloch hasn't been the greatest, but he'll be playing around that period as well. So Isaiah Yo's another one as well, probably. Yeah, there's a few again, of those Panthers players. Concern, yeah, yeah. Kurosawa as well, if he can hit his straps. Brian um, Toto could play Origin. Yeah. Just oh, I think, I think the height's the concern. Oh, Ooh. boys, we're not starting this can of worms here. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to selection easy, battle easy, now. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> get we, we will be. We, surely that, that's 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 something we will get into, but uh, let's, oh, uh, let's, let's tread lightly for now. Oh, yeah, let's do a segment of selecting for Origin. I'd love that. That'd be good. Oh, beauty. <laughs> we can do that. We'll, do, we'll do something that, yeah yeah we'll do something we'll do something um yeah that's what i try to do look for those players that'll play ho- like hopefully the first buy round and then into origin um if you're struggling on trades just try to pick up good players that'll play through origin um don't worry about the buy rounds like if you've been trading non-stop since the first round then yeah just look for players that'll play through origin rather than worry about the buy rounds you've got enough issues with low trades um at this point i know i'm one of those people with not many trades as well so um, yeah, that's my thinking behind it. Uh, Bermo, do you have any other thinking? No, I opened it with saying um, I'm very clueless on this one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in all sorts. I'm just going to hope for the best. You know, pod squad, baby. I'm just going to wing it and see what happens. Yeah, look, if you haven't done many trades from round one to eight and you can make up a few places during these buy rounds, like bring in players that if you can no, get no, a no, 17... No, 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 I've done shitloads. I've done shitloads of trades. I'm in all <laughs> But just for those people that... If you're, like, if you're hovering around to the, like, 10 to 20... Um, thousand rank mark and you've still got 25 plus trades in the bank you can afford to make some risky trades around the buy round period and state of origin period so if you can get 17 on the park for both of those buy rounds 13 and 17 and also pick players that'll play through origin you're you're going to be cheering so um you could actually make up a lot of places just by getting a team on the park for each of those rounds so yeah look out for that if you have the trades i love it boys i'm excited it's an exciting time of year uh, a lot of questions, but uh, hopefully you've helped the people. For seriously, for everyone that's listening out there, we really appreciate the support that you're giving us. It's really helping us keep going with this. So yeah, it keeps um, the lights on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> appreciate that you guys listen to our ramblings and actually take it on board. So yeah, cheers. Lovely, and like, yeah, it's a perfect note to end it on. Thank you all, um, and uh, yeah, well done, boys. Cheers, Thanks, man. Cheers, boys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Special shout out to Kieran listening over in England. Look out for our round nine review coming Monday.